bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Sarah, we're about to close out February. <laughs> Rolling right on through. Yes, we are. And I'm ready because, you know, I'm a, I'm a summer gal. Yeah, so spring starts next month. Oh, good, <laughs> good, good, good. good. I can't. I can't let this week go by without wishing my husband a happy birthday. Josh's birthday? Yes. Happy birthday, it's, Josh. Uh, well, it's tomorrow or Wednesday, however you want to look at it. You don't know which day it is? Well, he's a leap year baby, so. Oh, that's yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember, yes. We'll celebrate both days. Celebrate. <laughs> celebrate, Josh. Happy birthday to you. Uh -huh. So I'm super excited. It's nobody's birthday, but <laughs> I am excited because, listen, I discovered this person uh -huh. on social media and it was actually a recommendation from one of my Facebook friends. I don't even remember who sent it to me, but shout out to her. Thank <laughs> you for recommending this. Rebecca Chobat. And a lot of people don't even know who that is. But when I say Dollar Tree dinners, all of a sudden people know who I'm okay. talking about. And I have been obsessed with this person. <laughs> Rebecca, I'm going to bring you into the conversation now because you are our second social media star that we have had on our podcast. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. Now, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. And you can ask Sarah, I've been fanning out over you. <laughs> and this is the truth. It's true. People can can check this out. I only follow two people on on uh, TikTok. Okay. I'm not a big TikToker. And Rebecca's one of them. She's one of the two. <laughs> well, thank you. That's amazing. Rebecca, you probably checked me out and were like, okay, is she even a real person? She follows nobody. <laughs> I am a real person. I follow Rebecca and then I'm going to put a plug for the other person that I follow. It's the girl in the yellow dress. Now, if you're a big TikToker or, or Instagram, you know, this girl in the yellow dress has been running around trying to find her ex. And oh. she's wearing his favorite dress and she dances. She does this little quirky dance and she runs in all these places looking for her ex. It's like this thing that's been going on for a long time. Okay, It's so cute entertainment. But those are the only two <laughs> that I follow on TikTok. And so I'm very excited to have Rebecca on our show today. And so I have got to ask you, what inspired you to start doing this? And for those who don't know what she does, she goes shopping at the Dollar Twenty Five Tree. Okay. <laughs> and she buys ingredients and she makes meals. Okay. I mean, she does food demonstrations, which, you know, Sarah, we're all about we the food them. demonstrations, but hers are all from the Dollar Tree. Oh, people are going to love this. Rebecca, what, what start this? So it's kind of a funny story, but basically my boyfriend used to have to be at work at five in the morning and I didn't start my job until eight 30 in the morning. So I'd get up with him in the morning and then I'd have a lot of free time to myself I was kind of perusing YouTube and watching a lot of cooking videos and kind of stumbled across videos of cooking Dollar Tree food. And I remember watching these videos thinking that there was no way Dollar Tree sold all of those food items. So one day I went to my nearby store and was just blown away at the food inventory there. So pretty much that day when my boyfriend got home from work, I was like, I want to start a Dollar Tree cooking channel. And that's where it was born. I love it. I thought she was getting ready to say when he went to work at five, she went to Dollar Tree. I was like, what time Dollar Tree? Yeah, ours said nobody nine. What state do you live in, Rebecca? I'm in Virginia. Okay, she's in Virginia. Okay, so they have some pretty awesome Dollar Trees yeah. that way. <laughs> so we're going to get you to, uh, to share your socials a little bit um later but where do you post your videos and about how many people follow you 
So my primary social media is TikTok. On TikTok, I have about 660,000 followers. Wow. I do also have a YouTube where I upload mostly the TikTok videos for those who aren't on TikTok. Uh, on YouTube, I only have about 3,500. It's a little bit more difficult to grow a following on that platform. Well, that's amazing. Hopefully it'll grow after today. Yeah, I, I was watching on the YouTube because like I said, I really don't follow anybody on TikTok. And then I said, it's got to get on TikTok. I'm missing a lot of stuff. So that's what I decided to do. So do people actually recognize you when you're out and about? Like, you know, when you're at the Dollar Tree or just, just shopping in other stores, do, does anybody recognize you? So my, my Dollar Tree staff does know who I am. I did get recognized <laughs> recently there. And so my secret's out at this point as far as my local store goes. And, you know, I go to conventions every once in a while for my boyfriend's art business and I'll get recognized there. But other than that, I don't really get recognized in other public places. I love that. Well, you know, I will say this, Sarah. She kind of keeps out of the camera. You don't see her very often in her food yeah. demonstration yeah. videos because you know you'll see her a little bit and Rebecca you changed your hair color a couple of times you do watch this did, did you change your hair color yeah I went and from blonde to red so that's going in it that's her isn't it <laughs> that we'd switched hosts or something but You're anyway so up. she doesn't like stay in the kit like yeah. I do when I do a demonstration you know my face is all on the camera <laughs> no it's all about the all food, about with her, the food and I love it so Rebecca, do you have a background in cooking and, you know, where did you learn all your hacks? Well, the only real cooking background I have is about 12 years of my own at home cooking. I don't really have any sort of professional training. So right. I just share the tricks I've learned along the way, usually by trial and error. Hey, those are usually the best ones. Yes. Know. One of my favorite hacks that you showed, um, you were getting ready to put something in a plastic bag to pipe it. Maybe it was frosting or something. And you put the bag in a glass. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's an interesting way to, you know, keep yeah. it up so you can put it in there. It it she shows all kinds of hacks. And so it. it's just interesting to know where she got them. But 12 years of cooking for yourself, that is considered experience. So yeah. I want to know, do you have like an actual relationship with Dollar Tree or are they just getting a lot of free advertisement for your demonstrations? They are getting a lot of free advertisement. They don't, I don't have any sort of a professional relationship with Dollar Tree. I just make the content because I love doing it and I love, you know, the, the types of people that it helps. And so I've never contacted Dollar Tree. Half the time, I don't even think they know who I am. They have commented on a couple of my videos, but oh. they've never reached out to me in any sort of capacity. Oh, wow. Well, I've seen products on your demonstrations that I completely didn't know that Dollar Tree even carried. So um, you are getting out some advertisement. <laughs> Maybe they'll contact you after Maybe this. Maybe so. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into, you know, getting started. I want to know about your shopping strategy. We all want to know. <laughs> you know, um, is your Dollar Tree shopping strictly for, you know, like, every, you know, like, is it your go-to for groceries or is it like, just you know tell us for your social media yeah I mean. yeah so so it is mostly for the public I do eat the meals that I prepare from there but it's not my sole grocery resource the people that I'm catering to in my videos are the people who rely on it as a primary resource those are generally people who live in limited and areas with limited food access or people with limited transportation options you know college students elderly folks disabled yes. things like that 
you know, we call those, some of those areas food deserts in our um, line of work. And you're right. There's limited, a lot of people live in limited um, places where they can go get food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is a good thing to do. And so how many people do you shop for? And I also want to know, did you go shopping every week or do you go more often? So I shop for two. It's myself and my boyfriend. I do go to Dollar Tree about two to three times a week to plan out videos for my TikTok channel. And then the rest of our groceries we buy about once a week. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to know more about the freezer section at the Dollar Tree. What are some things that we may be overlooking when we shop there? Okay. Now, Sarah, have you ever actually bought anything from the freezer section at the Dollar Tree? I was going to say, full disclosure, my Dollar Tree shopping, like, I love their cards and their, like, decor and bags and all that. Like, I generally don't go to the food section. Uh, Disposable pans. I buy a lot of disposable pans from there. Um, I'm like you, greeting cards. Some of my Christmassy craft. stuff decor stuff yeah that's my go-to for birthdays like for bags and tissue and Mm -hmm. things like that so please tell me more. what's in the freezer section section? (laughs) so the freezer section at dollar tree is unique in a sense because you know with the everything's a dollar 25 pricing structure a lot of things are small packages of things that you can normally buy so they're really great, particularly for single individuals who don't need to buy things in bulk, or they're good for someone who has maybe 20 to $30 a week to spend on groceries, and they can't afford to put $10 into a single product. So you can find lots of things like a small package of chicken nuggets, meatballs, a small roll of sausage, a small pack of bacon. They also have a lot of great convenience items like frozen single serve pizzas, There's they have bacon. frozen vegetables, and they even sell ice cream. <laughs> There's bacon at the dollar twenty five mm-hmm. tree. I know. Like, yeah, it's like a little four pack. It's just four slices of bacon. So, like, if it's a single individual who doesn't really need the whole pound of bacon, yeah. they can just buy four slices for a dollar twenty five. We gotta quit rushing in yeah. and out. I feel like we need to take a trip. We do. <laughs> we need to road trip and go there because we're definitely overlooking some of these freezer items. So, okay, let's move on to the refrigerator because I'm sure there's stuff in the refrigerated section (laughs) that I don't know about. What are we missing out on over there? So in the refrigerated section, there are, you know, um, Polish sausage. You have smoked sausage. They even have these small blocks of cheese that I use a lot in my videos. They're four ounce blocks of cheese. They're about half the size of what you could normally buy at a grocery store. So again, you're you're kind of getting these smaller packages, but it's super beneficial to somebody who only has a few dollars to spend on their groceries and can't really put three to five dollars into a block of cheese. Maybe they only need a small amount that they can stretch out throughout the week. That is so true. And I'm thinking about um, cooking for one or two people, you know, yeah. like you don't need all that extra. That's this is so good. I got to slide in a question. Um, <laughs> have you seen eggs over there, Rebecca? <laughs> no, they used to sell a six pack of eggs. Um, so, so a long time ago, they used to sell a dozen eggs for a dollar. Then, you know, egg prices started going up Then they started to sell a six pack for a dollar 25. And now the eggs have kind of been pushed out due to the rising egg costs. Yeah. Had to try. I know. Yeah. Okay. So on your, uh, on your show, you bust the myth that shopping at discount stores has to be unhealthy because you often talk about protein and fiber in some of the meals that you're making. So help us learn how we can focus on good nutrition and still shop for less. Well, I think that there's this idea that dollar stores in general really only sell like chips and candy and soda. And I'm kind of busting that myth by showing that they also sell pasta 
and potatoes and rice and beans and cans of chicken and frozen and canned vegetables. So it can be a good resource for people who don't have access to a regular grocery store to still get a complete meal out of it. A lot of times when I'm shopping for a meal, I'm trying to bake it, break it down. I try to buy a base is what I call it. So the base is usually like your pasta, your potatoes, your rice. These are kind of your filler foods that get you full. But then I also try to incorporate a source of protein. So like a can of chicken, a pouch of pasta, again, the meatballs or the chicken nuggets or something like that. And then a vegetable or a fruit as often as I can, either a can or a frozen option. Rebecca, you and those bags of the frozen vegetables, you you do some recipes with those little things. How big are they? Do you know how many ounces they are? I don't off the top of my head. They're kind of your standard frozen vegetables. Like they don't really come with less. The fruit typically does come with less. It's like maybe two cups of fruit in the bags, but the vegetables are usually a standard portion. Um, I will say that I do have to do some workarounds with Dollar Tree vegetables, particularly because a lot of times like when you get broccoli, they're more of the stem pieces than the florets. Mm -hmm. But I've learned to buy, you know, they they sell like a winter blend, which is a mix of cauliflower and broccoli. And it's mostly broccoli, but it's also mostly florette pieces. So I've kind of learned workarounds over the years. You got to know the tricks. You got to figure out what to do. (laughs) So one of the things that's been fun, I've seen you make some restaurant dupe recipes, uh, basically, you know, creating some restaurant favorites at homes and you've done foods and you've done some drinks. So how many tries do you usually have to go through before you get the recipe ready to share online? Well, sometimes it's really lucky. Sometimes I do it in just one take. There's been a lot of times that I've made a restaurant do, particularly like the Taco Bell videos that I've done and the KFC videos I've done. And those have all just been in one take and they turn out great and I share them. There are some recipes that I have, you know, tried at least two to three times to get it right before I share it. And some of my followers asked me to share the fails as well so that they can get an (laughs) idea of what works and what doesn't. Yes. We love a blue. Yeah, it makes us feel more <laughs> adequate. <laughs> so does, is your boyfriend like your taste tester for all these things? Yes. So a lot of times if if he approves of something, I know it's good. Like recently I shared like the Starbucks pink drink. I and saw so that. I went, I went to him and I was like, do you like coconut? And he was like, yeah, I like coconut. I was like, try this. And he took a sip of it. He's like, oh my God, that's really good. So like, honestly, I know I can share that one and it's going to be good because You know, I feel like sometimes my own opinion of things can be, I wouldn't say biased, but you know, I'm the one cooking the food, tasting it as I go, but really like my boyfriend's the blind taste test. So if he says it's good, I know it's good. Okay. So you've even made gluten-free meals on your videos. How hard is that to do um, using a discount store? And I like her disclaimers because she's like, okay, I'm making something gluten-free. I'm not gluten-free. So I am literally having to go through and read the labels. Sure. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's the challenge because each individual person has like their own guidelines on what they go by. Like some people only buy things that are certified gluten-free, things like that. So that poses its own challenge. There are a lot of products that Dollar Tree sells that are marked gluten-free on the package. Their tater tots are gluten-free. Pretty much a lot of their potato products are gluten-free. They sell a lot of rice products. So it actually isn't that hard to come up with gluten-free meals. Um, It just takes a little bit of finessing. And of course you do lose out on some of the variety because you can't buy like gluten-free breads or things like that. 
Right. Mm -hmm. So there are some limits when your diet is so specific. Yeah. If you were limited to a store like a dollar store or a dollar, you know, dollar general family dollar, dollar tree, and you were gluten-free, what you would be essentially giving up is a lot of variety in your foods because you would have a very, even a, a limited option of groceries to choose from. And then you limit that even further by making it gluten-free. Do you have any idea how much money that you have saved about doing mm -hmm. these Dollar Tree dinners? Well, so again, it's not my primary grocery resource. I do actually shop outside of Dollar Tree, but in the weeks that I have made a lot of Dollar Tree content, because there have been weeks that I've, you know, filmed five to seven dinners from Dollar Tree. And on those weeks that I've done that, they have been my cheapest grocery weeks that I've ever had. I mean, so if most of my dinners are between five to ten dollars, then I'm spending usually you know, 35 to $70 a week. And then I'm only a two person household. So a lot of times if I'm making a meal for four, then I can have the leftovers for lunch. And then I'm only concerned about my breakfasts. Okay. Well, that's noticeable for sure. So are you starting to run out of ideas? Do you know what's coming? I mean, are we going to do like <laughs> big lots breakfasts next once you cook everything in the Dollar Tree or what are we doing? <laughs> so that's actually the kind of fun part of Dollar Tree is they're, you know, they're kind of like a discount store in a sense. So their inventory is like a revolving door. There's products that are constantly coming in because they get sometimes they get warehouse overstock or things that are being discontinued by manufacturers. So sometimes you can find some like name brand items. Like recently I saw a big bottle of like Kinders. I, I don't know if it's Kinders or Kinders barbecue sauce there. Mm -hmm. So expensive products or organic tomatoes that I showed in a recent video. So they get kind of an influx of things. Their inventory is never the same every week that I go there. So it's okay. really hard to run out of ideas when the inventory is constantly changing. So I'm not going to get big lots breakfast anytime. No, <laughs> no, I, I like the Dollar Tree dinners and I like what I do there and I, I'm really comfortable in what I do. And I feel like it helps Stick a lot of people, the even the people who don't. Yeah, well, even the people who don't shop at Dollar Tree tree can benefit from it because if I'm showing a meal and it costs $10 to make a dollar tree, it could potentially be cheaper at another grocery store. Right. I love that because just because you got a dollar tree, now that I know what it is, I could check other discount retailers right. and still be able to get it. At there's a, a lot price. of different options mm -hmm. out there and a different communities and, and even states have different right. local stores. So mm -hmm. <laughs> Wow. So Rebecca, tell us, where can we find you on your social media? So uh, my name is at Dollar Tree Dinners on TikTok, and I go by the same name on YouTube. And those are really the only social media I have. And that's why I had to, like, follow you on TikTok in order to get you here today. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I think that you have really just, you've reached a crowd that we have never reached with our cooking demos. And so I love this. I think it's awesome. I'm going to have to jump on the bandwagon here and start watching. You need to. And if I ever run into you at Dollar Tree, Rebecca, I, I, if I fan out, just forgive me, but I am a huge fan of what you're doing. If anyone ever sees me in person, like I, I'm so approachable and I love talking to people. So I don't want anyone to be hesitant if they do see me in person to like come up and say hi. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I definitely will. So yeah. I can promise you, Tanil will not be shy. Yes, we will have a stuff. selfie together. <laughs> but thank you so much for, for joining us today, Rebecca. We love hearing about it. And I'll be watching for more Dollar Tree dinners. Thank you for having me. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, now he would have loved these Dollar Tree dinners. <laughs> I'm sure he loved to eat well and he loved to save some money at the same time. But either way, he would want us to live the life we love. And love the life we live. Take care.